us another great morning it's monday and you know here on each one teach one podcast we got a monumental moment um you're the first guest on our mental health monday and this is something we're gonna start doing every monday moving forward um here on each one teach one whether it be a 15 to 20 minute segment with each guest or if this just is something that we do, you know, as just brothers, I mean, we often converse and have morning conversations often, but we just don't really put that out there. So I kind of want to change that and gear it towards all of our, you know, service members that are on those roles at 530 in the morning, getting ready for PT. Oftentimes we're trying to find a little extra motivation <laughs> and, and, you know, we're probably playing a leftover podcast or um a little song or something that gets us in the mood for pt because as leaders we need to already be motivated to meet the fight there to motivate our soldiers right yeah of course of course so um for those listeners who don't know today i have the privilege of speaking with jose gonzalez uh, a dear brother of mine in more ways than one he is someone who has always been you know resilient and it's always been one to go after it before work after work i mean you can tell the listeners a little bit about your journey but you don't sit still i'll tell you that (laughs) oh yeah man i got a lot to talk about we might have to you might have to bring me on here like three four five times man because i could i could i could go on and on about being resilient and mental health and because you know you know how my experiences went in the army and everything with especially with being resilient but, uh, <laughs> for sure but yeah it, and it was a trip yeah it was it was a trip especially these last two years you know everything 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 went well like you know the first four years everything went smooth sailing made staff sergeant in five years then i got to my last unit and then you know i, I had some medical issues going on mm-hmm. matter of fact i'll just i'll you know i, I got diagnosed with narcolepsy mm-hmm. and that and then it was just a big big shadow over me but yeah you know I had to bounce back from that because a lot of people thought I wasn't a hard charger I was but it's not it's not that they thought they didn't they assumed I wasn't because they didn't know much about me they got they got new they they got assigned to the unit when I was going through all this medical stuff and they didn't know much about me so and you know in the military they talk about perceptions everything but yeah but I bounced back, bounced back. People started knowing who I really was. And then, you know, it was back to smooth sailing again. Uh, so you said, wow. So you said this was at your last unit. So when you were facing all these different, uh, you know, and I'm sorry to hear that every time I hear that, you know, that that's something that you have to deal with. It's just one of those things that I think a lot of people take for granted. Um, so having that, to deal with and the unit now looking at you a certain way um how did you maintain your eye on the prize so to speak to make sure that you would still be selected to move further in your career honestly you just you can't you can't let that stuff get to you that's that's pretty much the big thing like there was some situation and you know be, being from philly being from philly is like that's hard that's hard to do that's really hard to do you know it's like everyone looks at Everyone like in Philly looks at at violence as his first 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 go to, and and, and I, I put all that behind me when I was in the military. But you know, 
I was ready. I was ready to punch some people in the face. <laughs> one, one, like, 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 they was bringing me back to my ways. And I just, I just, the positive leadership played a big part. I had, I had a really good sergeant major who, who now I wouldn't look at them as a sergeant major. I look at them more as a, as a friend. You get what I'm saying? So I would go to him, vent to him a few times, and he pretty much just told me stay positive, and that, that's what I did. I always made the best of it. I would, I would go, I would just do stuff outside the military. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't just leave, leave work all miserable and then be, be in the room, or be in my house, be in my house playing video games and just watching TV. I feel like, I feel like that's, you know, that's, that's a gateway, but mm-hmm. it, it's, a, you know, you, you play Call of Duty for two hours, your mind's clear for two hours, but as soon as you put the controller down, it's like, oh man, like, you back, mm-hmm. you back into dopamine. Yeah, yeah, so you just gotta stay, uh, I just feel positive, I, you know, I, I got into my sports and everything. I play a lot of sports. I saw my free time, and even though that's a temporary fix, it's it's longer because you know, it takes the 20 minutes, 30 minutes driving from your house to to where you're going to. Then you know you're working out for two, three hours. Then the 20 minutes back, then the shower and everything. It makes time go by a lot faster than just staying at home. So I think the best fix to that is just just get away, do something, even right. read a book. Reading a book takes a lot of time too absolutely so so what it sounds like that you found helpful for you is that you didn't sit in your thoughts you didn't allow yourself to fester at home after you got out of work with your current situation you still utilized what you knew you were good at you yeah. allowed yourself to be active in and out of uniform yeah um so some of the what are those sports that you utilized as uh tools to kind of cope with that yeah, I'm. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I just want to add to the last thing you said too, because you said you didn't stay in your thoughts. Another good thing too, is, is you got to vent too. You got to find someone who you could trust. You know, a friend, battle buddy, mentor, you know, boss, even a therapist, and just vent. Just tell them what's going on too. Like I was, you know. I, so, going back to your question now, what sports I did? You know, I played boxing and rugby, and I had a real good relationship with my boxing trainer. So as I'm training, you know, the whole venting's going on because, you know, he's asking me how my day is. Yeah. I'm telling him. So, yeah, those were my two sports to answer your question. It was boxing and rugby. That's awesome. Recently, I mean, these, these recently. Contact sports. So you definitely yeah, you're getting yeah, your aggression out yeah, in one way. Oh, yeah, definitely. And recently, you know, I got back into football. It's not contact, though. It's it's flag football, but you know yeah. now 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 that I got that shadow out, like out my view, I'm 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 playing football now. I'm playing flag football for my brigade and my unit. So, cause you know people people see me for me now. So now I'm back. I'm that hard charger that's gonna support the battalion, brigade, and whatever way I could do. And so that's awesome. So now I'm doing flag football. Ish ish. You know I'm I'm getting an MRI. I got a little injury going on. So. And I was going to segue to that next. So you're currently going through another, you know, situation. And these are kind of some of the other things that I want to express to service members and, you know, civilians. You know, the constant need for that drive to better yourself or improve your foxhole, so to speak, is what we say in the military. Um, Improving that fighting position sometimes takes a little bit from you temporarily. You know, we, we may injure ourselves, but the ability to bounce back or to maintain our resilience and to pay attention to our physical aspect and 
recover is just as important to do the same thing mentally, right? Yeah, of course. So, yeah, because you're going to get checkups. You're getting everything taken care of for your body. If you, you broke a finger, if you you know you did a you broke your ankle, you're gonna treat it. You're gonna do the necessary steps to make sure it gets back to normal. Because if you just stand on it and run on it, it's gonna get worse. Yeah, that, that's another thing that's lacking in our in our military. And, and you know, I, playing flag football, I talk to people from all different branches: Army, Air Force, Navy, Marines, and I. I, I think that's a military thing. It's is people don't take care of themselves, and I was like that too. If I get an injury, even even before the military high school, I get an injury. I'm still like that. I got I messed my finger up. Messed my finger up playing rugby. I taped it up, kept going. You get what I'm yeah. saying? But it looked but, awful. I saw it. I was like, yeah. nah, nah. <laughs> do the thing is, in the past, I would just let it heal up on its own, and, and I didn't break a finger. I know a lot of people that broke a finger since my injury you know everyone has broke a finger whoops their finger out like oh look it's gonna be like this and fingers crooked it doesn't bend it doesn't bend and that, that's how you gotta think of your mind too like absolutely like right now i'm getting my mri i'm getting checked out figuring out if i need surgery or not because i need that full mobility in my in my finger and i feel like you should do that with your mental as well like if something's a little off you gotta find a way to fix it so that way <laughs> It's fixed permanently. You don't Absolutely. gotta. You don't gotta deal with. You don't gotta. You don't. You don't want to half at. You don't want to have a half done problem, so so to speak. You don't. You don't want your mobility in your finger, but you can only move it halfway. It's the same thing with your mind. You don't want. You don't want to be half healed, and then your your problems are come back to you ten years later. Yeah. So. And you know, and, and that's you said something so perfect, and it's gonna segue right into the next uh, important topic I want to do on each one, teach one. But it's paying attention to those small things you said that is off. And sometimes we, you know, temporary deal with it with the, you know, the coping mechanisms. You know, we all have them. Sometimes our vices turn to a lot longer processes than we intend them to be some people just tend to do it for oh, i just watch this one show but then it's like that feeling of like the fantasy of being in that show or whatever you're just like a step away from reality you don't want to deal with the actual problem and you really have to deal with the issue head on whether you have to reset that finger whether you have to go see that therapist and face the issue at hand yes at first, it is going to hurt. It is going to be a little bit abrasive. But if you trust the process, knowing that you're going to get better, that you are doing things that you're supposed to, to be mentally equipped to be stronger so you don't have to worry about it later, that is key. So here on Each One Teach One, on Mondays, I like to ask my guests and the future guests on a scale 3 to 12, and you cannot use the number 7, where is your mental health right now? And this is not a right or wrong answer. It's just a more of a self-assessment. Um, and that whatever that number is, why is it that number? And what are your plans moving forward to kind of you know improve that number? So three to twelve, three being the best, or twelve three being, the, being best? the lowest. Three being the lowest. You're not like not necessarily low, but at your personal low. Three is your personal mental health low. 
12 being your mental health high and you cannot use the number seven cannot use the number seven you can't i'll go you would ask me this question last year you know i would have been like four <laughs> three it doesn't i mean we are good but, but, but now bone. but now like like i said you know i'm i'm good now i'm good now i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with a 10 and the reason why i'm gonna go with a 10 is because i feel like no one is going to be a 12. no one's going to be a 12. Mm. no one's going to be 11. like for you to be 11 you know i feel like a 12 is impossible and i feel like an 11 is like them them quick fixes when you're just happy for that moment but you know some something's always going to bring you back down so I, i'm gonna go i'm gonna i'm gonna go with about a 10. i, I think i'm a 10 right now because you know I'm, I'm going through some stuff with my injury and everything so i'm not i'm not perfect but i, I i'm fine i'm fine absolutely and what is one thing you're uh you're gonna do moving forward today to kind of push that number higher if possible or work towards pushing it higher so you know earlier we spoke about me um me getting into sports to you know help me be resilient help me bounce back i can't do that because of my fingers so but i'm going to do it alternatively so i'm going to go for walks that's actually what i got on my agenda today one thing I have, you know, I have ADHD, so I got to write everything down. It helps me keep me on track. So um, one thing I have, I got a five mile walk because I can't I can't just sit at the house all day and not do anything. Right. And, you know, that, that five mile walk, that'll take about a good hour and 20 minutes out of my day. That's good. It also gives you a chance to reflect on the day. And, um, yeah, it does. Have that uh, that individual AAR, you know, kind of uh, yeah. after action review helping you you know, assess yourself. And I think it's important to be be more in tune with yourself, pay attention to your body and what you need. Because a lot of the times we are always looking outward and for gratification, uh, it's human nature, we all do it. We, we look outward for gratification. We look outward for, you know, some type of uh, acceptance or okay, then, you know, this is okay because this person is doing it so I can do it. Whether it be small or big, we all, uh, you know, open our phones and we see artists or, you know, celebrities of that, like some statue doing something, and we, we shift our focus. Whether it be temporary, we look and we shift, whether we know it or not. And if we could try at some point throughout our day, when it's within that 24-hour period, to self-reflect and think about what we can do mentally to be better than we were the day before, I think things will shift. It'll, you'll start to see a change because now the self-awareness is taking place. Um, so I'm truly happy yeah. you shared that with me because man, that, that made me think about a lot of things too. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. It's, it's really true what you just said too about the, the um, being self-aware. I, I see that a lot. I'm gonna use boxing as an example. I see that a lot in the boxing gym. These young kids, you know, when they have their first and second sparring session, they they go to the older kids or, you know, the pros at the gym and they want to be like, or even, it's not even kids. So you have grown grown adults doing it. They'll be like, yo, like, who who do you think my fight style is? Do you think I'm like Floyd Mayweather? Oh, I was trying to do that thing Floyd Mayweather was trying to do. <laughs> or they, they all trying to hit as hard as Tank. Mm. But, 
but that's the thing they got to take their mind off that they got to focus on themselves and i i had a trainer because one day my trainer asked he's like what what's that new thing you're doing i was sparring i was like oh you know i'm trying to do something i saw floyd do he's like stop being like floyd yourself make your own style that's 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 a good thing that's something you just said too like you got to be self-aware of your you know your surroundings like you can't focus on what celebrities is doing you just got to focus on yourself yeah make make your own path yeah i mean you'd be so surprised if you start focusing on you um it's amazing how things start to fall into place so absolutely i mean it's okay to be inspired we all have um someone that we're inspired by and motivated by and you must know when to differentiate it's important to understand motivation inspiration versus you know trying to literally be and do what someone else is doing you don't understand exactly what that person's process was you know we only only see one one side you know if we look at it like the moon you only see the shining part you only see that position you never know what's on the other position or what that person has to go through in order to be in that position they're in so Mm -hmm. trust your process oh man yeah you that that's important that's important trusting your process and that, that speaking about you know this is a military podcast that's important in the military too like like you have people trying to be like their their old ncos you know and it's it, touching up on what you said you know you use them for mentorship get points and tips but don't be like them you got to be your own path be someone who your soldiers look up to you know what i'm saying like yeah like and you got you got to bring that down to your soldiers so you can't tell your soldiers oh you gotta you gotta do this just like me you know what i'm saying let them be their own leaders however inspire them to do things different you know what i'm saying like do things the way you do it you want to be inspiration you don't want them just to follow 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 and you're you want them to lead their own footsteps too absolutely yes because we all have good and bad and mm-hmm. i always would uh you know take bits and pieces take bits and pieces of all leaderships because um you are an individual mix it all together man and just improve the fighting position you, you saw this a lot you saw this a lot in the past when um you know in the past the military was like we had like angry military sergeants yelling at soldiers and everything and that's how they grass. came up they <laughs> yeah they came up they came up cursing and everything you know it's okay it's a it's okay to be a little a little uh how could I say it? Assertive. A little hard. A, yeah, a little assertive. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But don't don't sit there mimicking. The, be assertive in your own way. Right. If you want to be an assertive leader, don't sit there and, and say the same exact things your own leader said. Be yourself. Because soldiers are going to see through it, too. They're going to see through it. They're going to be oh, he's not himself. Yeah. He copy sounds paste. like a robot. Yep. Copy, yeah. paste. Yep. copy paste. <laughs> yeah. And they can and smell it a mile away. Yeah. And that's going to, that's just going to stress, stress your subordinates out too because you want to be someone who you're not and it also will weigh on you too like you're not going to be able to fake it but so long i mean eventually it's going to break and Mm -hmm. you know one or two things are going to happen and i've seen it you got leaders who start off um super nice trying to be buddy buddy and then they realize it doesn't work and then they flip and try to go do the whole tough nco or platoon sergeant role and then you know the soldiers can't differentiate so it's just best to be yourself if you yeah. be fair and impartial 
you will have soldiers follow you to the end you be true to yourself and you acknowledge your mistakes you mm-hmm. have to own up to that because you're not always going to be perfect if you start trying to portray an image that you're perfect they're going to see through it and i advise every like i say every leader you know i won't even just say nco i advise every leader to read the 48 laws of power at least once my mm-hmm. personal life goal my personal life goal is to read it 48 times i've read it now 26 i mean but i've been deployed a few times so that kind of helps you know what i mean you got nothing but time you can just read read, read yeah read. yeah so i mean i'm at 26 or 27 but my goal in life is to read it 48 times and the beautiful thing about the 48 laws of power is just no matter how many times you i've read it it still reveals something new to me and i understand it in a different way due to the fact that as you mature in life you experience different things you experience the way people interact with you differently than you did as a young you know nco or young uh you know soldier it's all different in the military so if you're going to be an effective leader i personally believe and i mean i my credentials aren't like crazy but you know i did make seven and i did make seven and you know a good bit of time so i would say read the 48 laws of power man yeah and speaking about 40 like i personally never read 48 laws of power i've heard of it i've never read it but speaking about it you know shout out to robert green ava yanagin or yes. whatever you however you pronounce the last name but like now we got audio books you don't even gotta you you don't even gotta buy audible if your funds ain't right like i just typed in 48 laws of power you know robert green has one ava yagini has one like you know just an audio book if you can't you don't have time to read or you know you don't want to sit down and read that's not your thing you could just listen to it too that's i'm actually perfect. i'm actually yeah i'm probably gonna listen to it later on today when i have some more time when i walk my five miles yeah perfect yeah. and like you could just look play it back like that's amazing because then you know it makes it faster you could just listen to that 48 times you know what i mean oh man yep. so it's different ways you can digest information to help you get through different stages in life mental uh journeys that we're all going to take it's important to have mental stability and that is going to have to encompass mental agility maintaining the awareness that you're going to have to face some adversity you know your life is not going to be one straight lane and nothing's going to happen it's going to be well kept well, no no it's going to be rough and yeah it is i just want the listeners to know that we have a podcast out here that we're going to at least have some topic every monday that covers mental health if you come back i mean hey i would greatly appreciate it um yeah i, I do pt every monday so you know i'm up early in the morning dry I, I have an hour to work so every morning every monday if you want i call in you get another guest if you can't get me but i'm i like this i'm available whenever whenever you know mental health is important so even if i gotta inspire someone you know one person's better than none so Absolutely. I'm, always, I'm always down to inspire anyone you know for their mental health because i went through my, my my challenges i'm still you know bouncing back from all that so yeah. whenever you want to bring me you know i'm more than down to just sit here and talk about it okay sounds good to me man 
Hey, listeners, you know where to tune in on Monday mornings on your way to PT or to the motor pool or on your way to work. And as always, stay inspired. Yeah, stay inspired. Goodbye, everyone. Peace. As we wrap up this episode of Each One Teach One, remember that the ripple of knowledge knows no bounds. I'm Ricky Monty, your companion in the pursuit of wisdom. Until our next enlightening exchange, keep passing on the torch of learning because together we're lighting the way to a brighter, more knowledgeable world. Stay inspired.